This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with muck delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hey, hon, what you doing with your fun? Do flowers have best friends? I don't know. Hey, look. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
Premier League is back and we've got it all covered here on Leicester Till I Die TV. Subscribe. I'm never sure about Sahar's celebration on that one. I mean, I don't know if he's trying to impersonate a pelican or whether he's pooed his pants. You know, it's just the way he stands on it. Good evening. <laughs> Sorry for the long introduction. It's back. Proper football is back. Although, of course, you could say that for us, everybody's a week behind us because, of course, proper football was back for us last week when we won a major English trophy or as I like to call it, the English Super Cup. Yes, the Community Shield, Leicester City won. Some Scousers, you know, not Scousers, but some Mancunians who pretend to call themselves City nil. Great start to the season. It's Leicester Till I Die TV. We're on Facebook at uh, well, the Leicester Till I Die group, on Twitter at Leicester TID. And if you're on YouTube, it is a Leicester Till I Die TV. Please give us a subscribe, press my buttons, tweet my knobs, it gets me happy, gets me smiling, as do these two gentlemen that I'm going to bring in now. Bradley, good evening. Do you like your uh, buttons being uh, tweaked? I don't mind, but I don't like being called Bradley. It's not my name. <laughs> That's not my name. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and Daniel, good evening, sir. Yeah, I know you like your uh, buttons to be tweaked. Oh, more than once, more than once, in in one sitting. <laughs> All three of them, let's not go there, eh? <laughs> Good evening. It obviously is going to be the prediction show tonight, um, but we do have some breaking news, um, which I'm sure is going to bore, bore Dan, but Brad and me are going to be very, very interested in. Um, and small matter of a bid for... Um, Vestergaard being accepted. Um, let's just pull this one up the right page. Uh, um, Brad, good signing if we get him. Yeah, it is. I mean, I've never really known. I can't remember the last time Leicester did a deal like this, had a bid accepted and didn't get the player. But, you know, you never know until you actually see him in a Leicester shirt, do you, for for, for it to not go wrong. Um, mm. It's It's... The sign that once you heard the rumour and now you're probably reading this if if, if you've been alerted to it, um, you're thinking if we're going to buy someone and spend some money, that's the sort of player you want to bring in. 29, bags of experience, works well with Bertrand, obviously Casper as well. Great, good age, good all round. He's he's good for the position. He knows he's going to the role he's going to have at, at the club. It's a great deal all round. We get we a good defender. We don't normally, I mean, the last time we did a sign in this quick, unfortunately, it was Perez. But, um, yeah, yeah well, we can forgive him for that. It's one of a few yeah. things to say sorry. That'll do. Keep 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 it up for Europa League, and then I'll forgive him. Yeah, I've had a Man United, American Man United fan coming on saying, what the fuck are you doing? You know, you get an injury, you go out, you sign another player, hopefully, fingers crossed, straight away. And, I mean, they've accepted our bid, so I can't see there being a problem. Dan, Tarkovsky is safe. Yeah, is he, though? That's the question, obviously. He is I'd for us. I don't to... know who else he's interested in. Yeah, that, well, that's the thing, though. I'd have preferred to have... I'd have preferred to have lost him for some money, if I'm honest. The fact that he's got that, you know, this year and that's it, he'll go on a free. Um, you know, we've not done much in terms of 
making him believe that we're going to do anything, you know, to progress as a club. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for for you guys, obviously, Yannick Vestergaard, as Brad said, it ticks us up, it ticks all the correct boxes. Uh, mm. I said it on my channel as well that, you know, when I was debating the the Premier League that Southampton will struggle this year, um, and they're going to struggle even more now, losing Vestergaard, losing Ings. They lose Ward Prowse to injury, and they are done. Yes, and of course yeah, they don't lost Bertrand because they didn't offer him a contract. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, it's, it, 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 as I it, said, the bid's been accepted. I can't see the player not wanting to join Leicester. I think you only have to go back to your interview with Rob Tanner the other day when he said about, you know, the the facilities there, and and he was only allowed in half of the facilities. He couldn't go into the bit due to COVID, but. The other part, he even said that you know the facilities are phenomenal. So fair, you know, fair play to him. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. And a solid acquisition for Leicester. Brad, I mean that. What was? Um, thank you, Dan, for mentioning the the, uh, the Rob Tanner interview. Of course, ex Leicester Mercury uh, chief correspondent for Leicester City, now with uh, football online. Um, Athletic uh, transfer news and football news. Great stories on there. Check it out. Uh, I did see, I spoke to him last night, in fact, and he sort of hinted that Vestergaard was was a strong possibility. 32 games last season, Brad. That's virtually uh, every every game, isn't it? And, you know, we've been after him here, as it says, since January 2020. Yeah, he is one that I, I, I've heard before. We spoke before we came on about it. Um yeah, I can't. I can't say any more than than what I said previously, mate. He he ticks all the boxes. I know Cahill was the predominant shout for a quick sort, a quick fix for a year, but you know, I I was more inclined to agree with it. I know you was saying Cahill for free, and it did. It made why that would have made more financial sense. Because obviously you come on a free. I I think he's perfect. He like, like I said, it's like having an all rounder in a yeah. sense. He's the right age. He's still got a few years, and then it's cheap. Um, it, he's always been one to who, who's wanted to always be playing at the highest level. You know, yeah. you, you just see the national team and what, what and, you know and, and what they're like. Yeah. They, they, they like to they like to win it. So. And of course, we'll forgive him for being part of the team that uh, let nine in that time. You know, we we forget those things, you know, (laughs) twice. (laughs) uh, Yeah. I I wanted Cahill because I didn't think we had the money, I've got to be totally honest with you, to go and buy, um, uh, 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 or pay 15 million. I mean, they're they're losing 3 million on him, but they've had him a few years and what have you. But I think, and I'll just stick with you for this, Brad, before we move on, is. I think now, I don't think we'll see any any move unless it's on loan for a uh, a, a right winger. Now, doesn't look like it, and I think that's a position of in Brandon's mind. He's obviously seen that at the start of the season, and I, I would think any manager, if they really needed a position of, to strengthen it, they try and get the business done as quick as possible especially if it's in that area. Um, But like I've always said, my opinions on Perez are are entitled and open to changing if he has worked his absolute nuts off 
on the training ground field and finally turns in a performance that warrants him being at Leicester. When he does that, I'll happily eat some humble pie, but yeah. Brendan obviously doesn't see an issue with it. So, no. at the end of the day, I think, I think with Perez, we have to accept that um, whatever we think about him and his performances, Brendan, he does something for Brendan that Brendan likes. Uh, Hopefully not in yeah, the same definitely. way that Junior Lewis did for Peter Taylor, but we won't we we won't go there. Well, we we won't know, go there. Hopefully, we're going to be welcoming Janik Vestergaard um, over to uh, over to Leicester City, and uh, it's great. And and I tell you what, if anybody is watching from other clubs, like like you know Dan has joined us here. I mean, Dan, this shows we're not going to take prisoners, Leicester, this year. We mean business. No, I agree. And if if Vestergaard and Soyuncu's face isn't enough to put a striker off, then I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> you know, you've got Lord Farquaad from Shrek and the and the troll from uh, Labyrinth at centre back. So you know, he's, you know, and I thought Ian Dowie was the ugliest footballer. <laughs> but no, you as I say, you have got a solid acquisition there. Uh, we'll do decent. I think even you know, Fafana will be made up at the fact that. You know, as a club, he can see that there's progression and he knows full well that they're doing all the right things, they're ticking all the right boxes. Um, it does. And totally. And Brad, you know, like you say, clubs are looking at that thinking, Jesus, you know, Man United, I know it was a different sort of deal, took, took us nearly two years to get Sancho in. It takes Leicester a couple of weeks to get a player in. Yeah. And the thing is, it it's still makes me chuckle that some fans come on and go, how do you do it? And to Leicester fans, it's like, we've been doing it for years, apparently. Mm. We've been doing this for years. It's You know, Leicester fans is like, this is how our club's been run. This is what we're used to. This yes. is why we go on about our owners so much, because they this has been done since day one. I will argue tooth and nail with every sod out there that we have the best owners in the world. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't disagree with that. I don't yeah. think I could disagree with that at all. No. We might not be the richest, but we are the best run club, yes. thanks to them. Yeah. So, Ethan Woods, yes, it does look like we're signing Vestergaard. Um, I'm feeling a lot happier now. I've got to say, um, I've, I've got, a, I've got a, a huge smile certainly inside. Um, so. Uh, uh, Fingers crossed, like I say, there's, there's no problems. I can't see there being a problem. He's on his, apparently he's travelling. Um, but talking of signings and talking about the Rob Tanner interview, if you haven't watched it, um, I did, I say, interview Rob Tanner last night. It is on the YouTube channel, Lester's LODI TV. He makes a very, very interesting point about Islam Salami. <laughs> I'll never get that name right, even now he's gone, Slamani. Um, watch it. It took me by surprise what he said, but I'm not going to tell you because I want you to go and watch the video and sub to the channel, please. <laughs> it uh, it's well worth watching just for that comment. Um, Patrick, thank you very much. Intro is legit, dope, mate. Now I, I'm 60. I mean, somebody needs to translate that for me. Does that mean it's good? <laughs> Come on, Dan. That, you're yeah. The, oh, you're yeah, that, yeah. That that, that means it's. Uh... That means it's absolutely fantastic, Jeeves. Absolutely fantastic. <laughs> oh, God, that's better. That's better. Uh, saying hello to Scott. Um, hello to you doing, Scott? as well. 
how the devil are you? Big up, um, Mel. Hello to some northern lass that pops in every now and again. All right, you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering, you know, if you go to the pub with your mates, you turn around and <laughs> you just see her behind the post. <laughs> Honestly, she's on video call in my pocket when I go out. She can't even see pool table and she still tells me what ne- what my next shot should be. Tells you which ball to go for. Let's yeah. not go there. Kate, you're most welcome. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Um, Scott, hello. Did I say hello to Scott? I will say hello again today. Uh, Ethan Woods, what's up? Yeah, well, you've already said it. Vestergaard's um, coming. Kate loves my introduction. Thank you very much, Kate. Um Let's have a look. I hope your dad's well, Melina, by the way. I hope she's doing all right. Basically, everybody in chat's having a chat amongst themselves, saying hello to everybody else. Um, And Rob, good evening, Rob. Thanks for joining us. Bit of height in the box at corners and free kicks. Hope it works out. i tell you what, I thought Amarty did okay in the the community shield, but great, great bit of signing this. Um, what we got here, Craig? Good evening, Craig. How the devil are you, sir? We're vulnerable defensively and toothless in attack when it comes to set pieces. So, it is an improvement from that perspective. Craig, keep calm, mate. Don't get too excited. You know what I mean? It's bad for your blood pressure. (laughs) (laughs) Hope you're well, Craig. Uh, under, the, the king of understatement is is is, uh, is great. Hello, David. How are you doing? Welcome along, uh, Rich. Good evening. Thanks for joining us. Um, says you get around, Dan. Um, somewhere he said you get around, Dan. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely be getting around when you come up from the Leicester, uh, the Leicester Burnley game. Oh, I thought you meant getting around in. Um, although I am, I am a genuine nice person, so yeah, I will get around him for people. But yeah, uh, I do get around. Well, the tickets are just I gone on get sale around. for Burnley, by the way. Tickets are just <laughs> gone on sale. Um, and Kate says you get around. Or I just thought it was rumours. Um, <laughs> Rich said, "Yeah, I think Southampton are going to struggle. They're going to have any teams left. I feel a bit sorry for them, to be honest with you." Um, Okay, only in the comments section being supportive. I'm a big fan. I think that's for you, uh, you Dan. Um, it's not. It's for you, Chris. You don't like me, really. <laughs> uh, Scott, we're not going to get into that. We'll be here until midnight. Just wondering if all the FFP rules been relaxed. I don't know. Get, ask Manchester City. Uh, they, uh, <laughs> they know. David, good evening. How are you? Um, How you doing, David? Hope you're well. Daniel, you only get views because I give them you. <laughs> Pipe down. <laughs> See, oh, sometimes I don't even oh, have to say anything. Oh, I don't even have to say anything. <laughs> Talking of being in control, good hello to my daughter. Yes, I do rule and you never forget that, Heather. Never forget that. Hope you um, will, Heather. <laughs> Did Brad get bored? I don't know what he's doing off camera there, but <laughs> I hope that's his knee. I'm, I'm yes, 100% sure, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, you so lot saying hello to everybody. The comments. He's back. He's back. Um, I've got some weird pins and needles. Okay. In true Jesus style, he rises from the ashes, doesn't he? Look at <laughs> him. It's my intro. That's what I was doing. Last one before we say anything. Craig says, any sign of a Burnley away shirt? 
<laughs> or, or, or is it due due to financial restraints? Are you playing in skins when you go away? It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, this is part of why I was frustrated earlier. That since since the new chairman's come over, he's promised us everything. Said spoken a good you know a good show and everything, and it's get like as you say, there's three weeks left. Which you know it, it, it is a long time in a sense, but the season starts on Saturday, and usually you want your business done before the first game kicks off. Mm-hmm. We've not even released an away shirt, and they've come out and said we're not even releasing it till ne- middle of next week. We play Liverpool at dinner time on the Saturday next week, so nobody's going to be able to have an away shirt if they want to purchase an away shirt instead of a home shirt to wear at Anfield. Don't it's, want to say anything, but our away sh- our third strip, our third strip is out next week. Just, I'll, I'll leave that with you, Dan. I'll leave that. With this, you. this is the thing that bugs me, though. We did a, we had a media day. We had a media day five days ago. On that media day, they will have took pictures of all the players in the home kit, away kit, and third kit. Why the? Can you not announce it? Well, like I say, I, I don't know. It's not for you. Uh, Paul, Paul, we'll, we'll have a collection for you, mate. We'll have a collection. Yeah, <laughs> please do. <laughs> If we get, we could all send you all our away kits from the last couple of years, and you could, they could wear them. You know, playing Liverpool, it's the reds versus any other colour that's out there. <laughs> it's Leicester till I die, and it is in the prediction show. Good evening. Are you ready? I'm saying. Watch and subscribe on YouTube and listen on your podcast platform. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Lester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. Thank you for bearing with me. Two introductions there because I had to load something else up. So um, um, it, it looks good. It looks good. You think this show is thrown together? No, it's uh, it's meticulously planned down to the last uh, the last bit of uh, of, of everything. Um, Dan is saying, uh, sorry, um, Rob is saying here, Dan, it will be a bin liner pop to Asda. Um, <laughs> this sounds a bit bitter here from Rich. American owners are usually pretty good at rinsing fans. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they won't surprise me. 
I think you're, I think you're speaking from experience there, Rich. Um, you may get the away shirt for your thirties if you're lucky, and if it comes out before that, Dan. Well, that was about five years ago, wasn't it, Kate? Um, <laughs> uh, says says me. There's me here, you know. Yeah. And I'll be careful to switch your computer off and not the other machine because it'll just stop your heart from ticking, won't it? <laughs> you look, you're young enough to be my son, so I'll send you to the room with no tea. <laughs> right. So it is the prediction show. Um Proper football is back. I say we did have the, the, the English Super Cup last weekend, but this is proper league action now. So um I'm going to go through the games one at a time. So we're not going to actually predict the score as, sh- as such, um, but we're going to say sort of win, lose, draw, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So basically, let's go to Brad first. Friday night um, isn't all right for fighting, but it is all right for Brentford Arsenal kicking off the new season, Brad. Which way do you see this going? Arsenal still have Arteta in charge. They do. Yes. They spent 50 million on Ben White. They did. And they still think they're getting Madison. They do. They can't afford 70 million. They can't. So we really see it sum up. I'm going to go Brentford. Really? Yeah, why not? It's Arsenal, mate. Yeah, no, no, it's no. Arsenal. no I, it's Arsenal. It's a new meme, mate. It's Arsenal. They're up there with Spurs. They're finally on the same level. It's Arsenal, mate. Brentford. I can't argue. I mean, you put some very, very good points there. And I, I just wonder. Problem is, I can't see. I don't know about you, Dan. However bad Arsenal are, I can't see them getting rid of Arteta. I don't think he's going to be the first manager to go. No, I don't think he'll be the first to go. I think you've got to look at, you know, Watford that do a lot of chop and change over the season. Yeah. They definitely is bad for chopping and changing. Um, you know, Vieira's another one that's got a chance of being gone. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, if it doesn't work out from from the off, mm. you know, and it's not just that people have been saying with Vieira as well that it's one of those where if it if if results aren't going their way, that it could be gone by Christmas. But I think if he doesn't keep Wilfred Zahar sweet, Zahar's a big influential player in that team, and if he mm. if him and you know Zahar don't get on, that could also mm. be the end of him. Yeah, very much so. They're, they're my two favourites to go. Would you agree with that, Brad? It's going to be either the Watford, just because they they like, you know, changing the managers more than Dan changes his underwear, or and, and Vieira, who's got no experience in this league. Half the team's gone from Palace. It's going to be one of those two first, I have a feeling. It's... You'd be hard pressed to immediately think of another name that springs to mind that you think they're gonna be getting the sack. Um, Daniel Fark looks very settled and seems to obviously have the backing of the board because he was kept there to bring them back up. He's done his job, so I can't see him getting sacked early doors if he doesn't get off to a great start. Um, Brentford are on a high. I've already got my prediction for them, so I think they're yeah. actually going to have a decent start. So he's, he's probably going to be one of them clubs, maybe even Has- yeah. Ralph Hassel- Hasselhoot. Yes, yeah. After, uh, yeah. after all the act, Good shout. You know, Cracking yeah. shout. Yeah. So, so Dan, what, what are you going to go for for this one? Yeah, I second Brad's, uh, Brad's comment as well, to be fair. I think you can only look at Brentford against Arsenal in this. 
And will that help Arsenal? The fact that everyone thinks that Brentford are going to win this potentially, but I do think that Brentford, as Brad stated, that they're on a high. They'll come up their first game in the new stadium in the Premier League. Fans back in the seats. You know, give give them a show, put on a show for them, and uh, you know, get that first win in the bag. So yeah, I've got to go for Brentford for this one. Everybody here is talking about managers. Um, Tuchel, one or two have said, um, Arteta, if they have a bad start. I just don't think Kroenke has got the balls to do it, to be honest with you. But we'll see. We'll see. Now, I am I can see where you are both coming from with this. Um, I think you're both wrong, but there we go. No, I just, I, I just think it is going to be a tough start for Arsenal. And then... Uh, I can't believe, I think that sums Arsenal up, the fact that we're talking, they're playing Brentford, and we're saying it's we're going to be a debating it. for them. Yeah. Sorry, Brent. The fact that we're actually debating it and thinking, hmm, it could be, <laughs> is, yes. is ridiculous as well. That is how far they have, they, have, they have dropped, if you like, but... I'm I'm agreeing. Craig, Craig just put this in, and I'm going to agree. And, and it's not often I, I agree with Craig, but I'm going to go for a draw. I just think I, I can't see Arsenal winning. I'm just not sure about Brentford. But to be honest with you, I've got Brentford down as my surprise package next season because I think they will uh, do a bit of a Sheffield United. And if Ivan Tony finds these shooting boots from the off, I think they will do. Uh, do very well. So that's the Friday night game. Um, sorry, Arsenal, not a good start for you. Um, Rich is going to be interested in this one. Uh, the, the noon kickoff on the uh, Saturday, Man United leads. Brad, what do you think? It's a good old... Uh, that, that, that's a, a game from the past that used to cause a, a lot of excitement. Yeah, it is. It's, it's always one that's been very heated, to say the least few players crossing the bridge that really upset Leeds fans. Um, Alan Smith was one of the most interesting cases in that. Um, I've seen a few videos on that transfer. What One, I think, was by the Athletic on it. The whole saga of Leeds at that point. So there's always been something between them as, you know, as far back as anyone can remember. Um it's an interesting one, but I'm, I, I've got to give credit where it's due. and just makes me feel a bit ill to say it, but United have actually done some decent activity in the transfer window. Mm-hmm. I, I was impressed with Leeds last season, but opening day, it's at Old Trafford as well, isn't it? Yes, yes. Yeah, I just can't look past the Manchester United win. I think it'll be a hell of a game, but I'm sticking my neck on the line and saying, man, you win. Leeds came out of the block very well, Dan, last season. Can they do it again this season? Why not? Why not? I think it, it, it's you can't rule out a Bielsa side, to be honest. Mm. You know, um, I, I'd like to say that Leeds are punching, but they've done well since coming up. I think they've done the right route. By, you know, they did drop the divisions fair enough, but they rebuilt over those years. And they've come up and they, they had a bloody good go at it in the first season coming up. Everyone was hoping they'd be the whipping boys, they'd go back down. Everyone wanted to laugh at Leeds getting relegated again. But then, in a weird way, they sort of became, not everybody's, but a handful of people's sort of second team, which is disgusting to say because it's Leeds. But um, 
for me, it's disgusting I, to say because Leicester's everybody's favourite second team. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I think it's just got one of those where there'll be a lot of pressure on United with the new signings to mm. hit the ground running. As Brad says, yes, okay, they're at Old Trafford, so they've got that with them. But but Leeds aren't no underdogs. You know what I mean? They, they'll go there thinking they've got a chance that they're going to win this. Um, so, yeah, I've. it's one of those where people are going, oh, it's United Leeds. It's going to be a big, tasty afternoon kickoff. Bam, nil-nil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah games, games that you expect to be good always let you down. But... Um... So of course we come to Burnley next, but so which are you? Uh, what are you going to go for there, Dan? I'm going to have to sit in the. I'm going to have to sit in the draw for me. I think, it, as you say, it'll be an end to end game, but I think they'll just end up cancelling each other out. Yeah, I, 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 I see exactly what you say. You, you you do think these games are going to be really really good, and they they always disappoint. Um, for me, this this is the, probably one of the most interesting games of the weekend because Le- it's Leeds' second season, and I always think the second season is <coughs> excuse me, I do apologise. The second season to me is the important season for most for teams when they come up um, because you know we look at Hull, they came up, they stayed up, they went down the next season. Blackpool, yeah, the same. Sheffield United last season, who would have thought they'd have gone down? after the season they'd had before. Yeah. You know, this, it's the, it's that second season syndrome. Uh, I mean, I know Leicester won the Premier League in the second year uh, of being up, and that was a, that was the only reason I was stating this, so I could get that comment in. But um, <laughs> you'd think nothing less of me. But I can't see Leeds doing that somehow. I, you know, I just, you know, they, they, they finished an amazing ninth, you know, um, now, you know, they won about the last well, they won the last four games last season, but Brad made an excellent point. Ollie has done some good business. Um, the problem is he's gonna have a hell of a lot of pressure on him. I mean, a lot of people have turned around and says Brendan Rogers has underperformed, you know, he, he's a bottler. Leicester are a bottler because you know they they failed to get into the fourth place two seasons running. To me, there's two bottlers out there. I'll come on to the second one later. One of them is Ollie. You know, he's the semi-final king, and when he does get through to a final, he loses it. Ollie's really got to win something this year with the money that they've spent, and if he doesn't win at least a true, you know, a, a, the league cup, then he, you know, he could go. He could go, but. With the money he spent, I am going to have to go for a Man United, um, Man United win here, because simply because of the, the team he's got. You know, you look at some teams and you think, oh, they can just go out and you know they don't they don't need a manager that that good. <laughs> just go out and play. That's almost Man United this season. Um, Scott, last two fixtures between Leeds and Man United were high scoring last season, weren't they? I don't know to be honest with you. Got, I haven't got those details up. Yeah, Leeds got tore apart trying to play attack for attack against United, if I remember rightly. Yeah, I think they got beat small at 5 2 or small at 4 2. Yeah, yeah, six. Might have even been six, I'm not sure. Seven yeah. was Aston Villa, Liverpool, wasn't it? But Yeah, that was seven. Yeah. I think Leeds yeah. was something that like six two as a year. Yeah. Dan, let's come to you first for this one because you you are the home team. You're starting off, and I, I saw you early talking with early were talking with the Brighton fan. 
um, it's a, a battle of the nearly nearly relegated clubs, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. And it's one of those, you're playing against a team that you'd expect to be in and around come the end of the season. This is a, this is where, these are the games where you need to be taking the three points. Okay, it's the opening day of the season, so a, a point is fair enough. It's fine. It's the first game. You get it out of the way. You start, yeah. finding, your, you start finding your feet a little bit. Obviously, we've got the tougher test, you know, the week after away at Liverpool. But, you know, we've either way, no matter how you look at it, you play each team, each team twice. Um, we start off with Brighton. Well spotted. Well spotted that, Dan. Nothing I gets know. past you, does it? I, I am <laughs> learning. I am bloody learning. Um, the, th- the thing is, I said, I said prior to the fixtures being released, it wouldn't surprise me if we end up getting Brighton, but I said it would be Brighton away first game of the season. Right. But it's Brighton at home. So I'm glad to not be far wrong. But, um, yeah, you've, I you've had a lot of belief this year. Crystal balls. I've got something. That's the gleaming. There, can you see? It's the gleam in my glasses. It's so dull to do with the screen. Um, yeah, I, I was optimistic about Burnley this year. And I thought, you know, mid-table finish is doable. But just with everything going on off the pitch at the moment, feeling like the connection between the fan and the club has just sort of been tore apart in a sense. Um, I mean, on the pitch, we've got an ageing squad. Brighton aren't really ripping anything up. Um, it would not surprise me, Craig, in the slightest. <laughs> to be fair, is it the nail on the head with my prediction, though? Um, I'd have to go for probably a draw. It's, got, it's one of those games where either someone's 1-0 up early on and then somebody equalises late on, or it's one of those where it's 0-0 till the death and somebody nicks it on a set piece. It's, it's not going to be an interesting affair, put it that way. It, it's one of those games that one of the teams will win. <laughs> <laughs> or Hart Michael Owen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I thought what you were going to come out with. No, it's, um, going to be, it's going to be that boring of a game that even match of the day, as much as they're obliged to show them, will not want to show this game because it's going to be yeah. a drab. Has, has Brad nipped out or nipped to the loo? No, uh, no my legs really hurting and I've got to stretch it out, so... I'm still here, but my camera just gone off. I, I, I didn't hear 100% what you're doing, but I heard scratched out, and I don't think I want to know any more. Do you want me to go next, or are you okay to go with this one? No, I can still hear you. Um, just my right leg's giving me some jips, so I'm trying to right. stretch it out. Right. Um, that's, that's, what it, that's what it's called these days, is it? <laughs> yeah, sure. Brad uh, stretching mm. it out. <laughs> That's not helping. Shut up. <laughs> <coughs> Vaseline, mate. Get some Vaseline. So Burnley, Brighton, Brad. I didn't see Craig's comment, but I'm going to say that I'm guessing he put this down as 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 a nil nil, and this sounds like the biggest door of this one 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 one. Well, I think you know how you said that you big up a game and it ends nil nil. Yeah. Yeah. We'll take that scoreline because I'm going for a draw. I'm going for a draw. I know we're not doing scorelines, but that's the best way to tell you because interesting fact to find out about against about Brighton. They've been in the Premier League for three seasons, and every season they've only ever won nine games. So mm. I can guarantee you they're not going to get the first one out of the way in this game of the season, and it's Burnley. Sorry, mate. 
No, hey, it's, I, it's, I it's totally you, understandable. I love you to bit, but these two just always. Every time you think of Brighton Burnley, I always think it's going to be it's going to be boring and a draw. And I don't know. You could have a really exciting record against them, but every time I hear these two teams, and I hate to say it, but I think Burnley might be in a bit of trouble this year. I don't think you'll go down again, but I don't think you'll have such a good season. I think you two will be rather close at the wrong end of the table. I hope I'm wrong, but. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm obviously, sure. obviously, like I say, I, I hope, I hope you, definitely hope you're wrong. But um, <laughs> you know, it, it, it is one of those where I, I can sort of second, second your statement. Really, it is worrying this season. The squad's getting older. You know, we, we're going to have to rebuild at some point, and we're not going to have the financial power to replace six or seven players in one season, and it's going to catch up with us. So. I said it on Rich's channel, I put it in a different sense. I said it was almost like Burnley and Barcelona, where Barcelona had the likes of Piquet and Puyol, they had Xavi and Iniesta, they had Ronaldinho and and players like that that were ageing in the squad. And they still haven't sort of found a formula to replace those sort of characters. Burnley aren't going to have that either. And that's the only comparison that I'm going to ever put Burnley and Barcelona in. <laughs> I can understand why. <laughs> so two two draws there now. Yes, yeah, static <laughs> static saying there. Uh, that's it. Stretch it out, Brad. Um, Brad Brad's trying to pretend that it's an Olympic sport. This uh, <laughs> a gold medal <laughs> a gold medal in stretching it out. Um, <laughs> I'm stopping because my mind is racing ahead here, so I'm going to going to move on and give my prediction for this game because I I'm, I don't know that I'm the only one I'm the only one that doesn't get um, Brian what's it, is it Brian uh, what's Potter the the Brighton manager <laughs> Brian Potter that that's from Phoenix <laughs> now isn't it. <laughs> That's yeah, I, I realised when I said that Graham Potter, of course, Graham Potter. Uh, what's he doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, to be honest with you, I think he could probably just do as good a job because everybody is saying, "Oh, he's doing a fantastic job," and Brighton are a lovely team to watch, and and they finished sixteenth, so they ain't yeah. that good. They ain't that good, you know, and they they, they can't score in the proverbial lady's house, you know, and they've lost a, the best defender, although it was a good bit of business. So I don't know who they're going to bring in. Um, I just don't think they're that good. And as you know, Dan, I do, I do have a soft spot for Burnley and Burnley fans. You know, it's a, it's a swamp at the bottom of my garden. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just... Do you know when you? I don't know whether it's just me being horrible or not, but you know when you see these clubs that just manage to stay up year after year after year, like Wigan did it. You know they they always just manage to stay up either on the last day or a few seasons before. Yes, they won the FA Cup, but they finally went down. And when you've got a club that's bobbing along at the bottom of the table but not going down, I just want them to go down and let somebody come up and give them another chance, like Brentford, you know, but. I am actually going to stick my neck on the block here, and I'm actually going to go for a Burnley win. Hey, I'll take that, Chris. Can I? Uh, yes, you see. Clipped. Uh, clipped. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, I've got to be honest with you. Um, if you were on Keane's uh, show last night, uh, Dugout TV, um, 
I had Newcastle as one of my three to go down, so I totally agree with you there. I think it could be Newcastle, uh, but I think there could be four or five. Uh, I, I just, I just think Sean Dyche won't let that happen again. And I think, don't think you'll have a fantastic season, but I think you're going to be more mid-table than you were sort of this season. So yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go for Burnley. Burnley win there. So uh, that was the Battle of the Bees. We've now got the Battle of the Seas. Um, Chelsea, Crystal Palace, and I, I'm conscious that I want to get in between stretches. So, Brad, what are we going to go for? Chelsea, Crystal Palace, Patrick Vieira's first game. It's going to be an absolute massacre. It's going to be an absolute massacre, Chelsea. This is easy. It's just easy. It's written there for an absolute Chelsea massacre. Just paid 97 and a half million or whatever it was, absolute ludicrous money. To buy Lukaku back, yeah. um, and it just reeks of him hitting the ground running and smashing a few goals. And this will be an easy one for Chelsea. I just gut feeling tells me the state of the clubs, the, the ends of the scales they are, big win for Chelsea. This. And would you agree with that, um, Dan? Yeah, couldn't have put it better myself. No else really to add. It's Chelsea's game. Um, you know. The only thing I could say is that Palace need to get it right straight away, and if it if they don't, they're in trouble. Yes. So yeah, it, it's Chelsea all day long. I am. Um... Yeah. No. <laughs> do you know? Do you know, Brad? I've just seen your message in the private chat. You do not know how happy that makes me. I've been waiting for nearly just over a season for that comment. And that's a comment between Brad and me. But uh, if if you need to, mate, just, just go and just shout between. So don't worry if you have to go. Um, I honestly think I'm going to have to agree with you both. Because I, I say Crystal Palace is one of, my, one of my other possibilities of going down. And Patrick Vieira is one of my choice of two managers to be to be sacked earlier uh, first, like I said earlier. I honestly think had Tuchel been at Chelsea earlier last season than he was, that they might have actually pushed Man City a bit harder and possibly even had a, a title bid. Um, I wasn't sure when he came in, but total respect for the guy at the FA Cup when we beat them. I just thought I'd get that in again. But he made the players stand and watch and... Uh, you know, he didn't let them come off until we'd taken the medal. So, but he, you know, like you say, Lukaku's coming. Werner, I jokingly said my choice for Golden Boot next season, but I don't think uh, I don't think it would happen. I think you get more more, more better odds on that than the five thousand to one with uh, with Leicester. So I'm going to go Chelsea as well, um, Brad. Everton, if I if I do this, I'll do you, and then me and Dan, you can nip off and do what you need to do while we're chatting. Um, Everton, Southampton, Brad. Uh, new manager at Everton, uh, no team at Southampton. Yeah. Um, Rafa Benitez hasn't exactly had the best of pre-seasons either. Um, if some of the rumours that I read are true, then apparently... Richarlison's been told he's surplus to requirements at Everton. Before this, if you'd have said to me it's Rafa Benitez versus Ralph Hassel, I said it's going to be a great game. But I got a very horrible, horrible feeling about this game. 
and uh, probably going to outshine you in how I think the afternoon is going to go because I've got this down as a draw. Wow. I think both teams are going to be so not wanting to make sure they lose this game that it's just going to end a draw. Okay. Um, Everton, Southampton, a draw for Brad. Dan. Controversial, but I'm going to go that Southampton nick this. Wow. Um, I have a said it would be typical. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. You know, we've seen it with, we saw it with the Danes in the Euros, how, you know, they, they lost a key player in Ericsson, um, but they rallied together. Now, that's what Southampton need to do to have a, a good season. You know, they're losing their best defender. They're relying too much on a central midfielder and his set-piece ability. You know, Nathan Redmond's not ripped it up as much as he has done in the past. Um, you know, Danny Ings has gone, so that's that's his... You know, that's where the goals are coming from. That's That's gone. You're expecting Shea Adams or Shea Adams, however you pronounce it, to hit the ground running, which I don't think is going to happen, but... Yeah, you it's just going to be. Definitely pronounce it Adams, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I can just see Southampton going ahead and and nicking this. Right. Can I just sidetrack before I give my answer? I just want to read. <coughs> excuse me, this out from um, from my best mate Fabrizio Romano. He posted this an hour ago. Um, he started off by saying Leicester have been offered three different centre backs after Fafana in- injury. Uh, but Vestergaard is the main target and priority. No bid for Ozan Quebec. Uh, talks ongoing between Leicester and Southampton to reach an agreement. And what he, he added an hour ago, Yannick Vestergaard set to join Leicester. Agreement reached, and here we go soon. Deal now in place with Southampton, uh, as Mike McGrath confirmed. He'll be Wesley for final replacement after injury. Personal terms to be agreed soon. So, hey, guys. Let's get let's get excited. Let's get excited. And talking about getting excited, I'm going to say good afternoon, good evening to Miss Melina over there in um, in the north part of America. How are you doing, Melina? I hope you're well. Welcome back. Um, of course, it, it's the other Super Cup tonight, isn't it? It's the is it the is it tonight the European Super Cup? I think so. I think so. Yeah, I yeah. So, yeah. Not as interesting as the English Super Cup, but but there we go. But for me, um, I'm gonna I'm, for the first time here. We're gonna have three different ones because I'm gonna go for an Everton win. I just think Southampton have lost too many. You know, they, I don't, obviously Vestergaard. I presume, even if we haven't signed you by then, won't be playing because he we coming to us. Um, I, it's just Patrick Vieira. I, I don't know. His tactics, he's, he's like I say, he's not got that much experience as, as, as a manager. Uh, certainly, sort of, this is going to be a baptism of five for him, and he's lost half of his team. So, definitely for me, I am going for a Everton win. Now, the biggest game of the weekend, the one that everybody will be watching, nobody will be bothered about. You know, Man United, Leeds, Arsenal, Brent, no, Leicester Wolves. This is the one that everybody's going to be watching and want to know the results. The the future title holders versus some team from the West Midlands. 
Brad, what do you... Hey, look, if Gary Lineker can be accused of being biased on national telly, I can be biased on my own bloody YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't complain to Ofcom either, anybody. <laughs> Come on, Lester! <laughs> right, Brad, what, what are we going for here? Fairly simple. It's probably a club that's gone under the radar. Um, but if you really think about it, Wolves have kind of had a fair bit of chunk of what was bringing them the success of getting European football and starting, you know, not suffering with second season syndrome um, because they've lost a few key players. And most notably, they lost their manager who took a step down to go to Spurs. Um, and... I think they can have a poor season. It took me a while to get that, Brad. Sorry, it took me a while. There you go. He got there. It's his old age. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Honestly, they've lost a few key players. And my my old man is a Wolves fan, so I laugh at him a lot. He always reminds me that we lost them 4-3 that time. Is he not a a dustman, your old man? He might be. I can't tell you that. (laughs) I know a man's Beltman. (laughs) <laughs> You're too young to know the Lonnie Donegan song. Do carry on, Brad. Um, but yeah, and he he said that I said to him because obviously they sold Patricio, um, got rid of a few players. Jota was a big loss for them. I know him and Les was back and was a big loss from last season. But I think maybe they'll have the edge because unlike Southampton, they've not got rid of their main striker um, for peanuts. Um, and I just don't see... I see Leicester through blue tinted glasses, maybe, but Leicester are the club that's just on the up. They just look like they're just, they're just together on the train. King Power, first game of the season, it's Leicester all the way, mate. I ain't, turning, I ain't ever going any other score when it's the opening game of the season. I'm never going to go against Leicester. It's always going to be me picking Leicester for a win. Now, I don't want to say anything here, Dan, or put any pressure on you here, but, of course, I did go for a Burnley win. So, Dan, let's <laughs> come over to you. What, what are you going And, I, and I, I'm hovering over the mute button just in case this goes the wrong way. No, go for it. Uh, go for it, Dan. Well, who do you think is going to come out on top on this one? It's got to be Leicester, straight from the off. Um, and that's without any bias or anything. Brad pulled up some very good points about Wolves at the moment with the new manager. They can't sort of stick with that same formula. The, the manager's going to have his own way of playing. Mm. Um, obviously, we're yet to see that. You guys have had some football under your belt, not just friendlies, but, you know, coming back and on a high from winning, a to- winning not, not just not a tournament, but winning the Community Shield. It, you know, it, it you can know only what? be good. The Community Shield. The Super Cup. Super Oh, call it what you want. It looks, like the, it looks like the average size of the plate I'd use for a mixed grill, put it that way. <laughs> um, but yeah, honestly, you can't look past Leicester. They've, they've got it. They've, they've got the shit together. Patson Dacker looks like he's going to have a really good season. Vardy potentially this season is going to be a bit part, but it is going to be pivotal uh, to come on in those maybe in those dying minutes, or even if he starts. Um, nobody knows, but yeah, keep keeping that squad together, keeping it fit, 
Leicester on for a good season this season. Yeah, I mean, Brad, you may... <laughs> I'm just looking at some of the comments, which I'll bring up in a minute. Um, you made the point, Brad, that there's never the most exciting uh, games, these. They, they, they can usually end up in a, a, a board draw. And you've, in fact, you've refused to come on the post-match show if it is a draw this this season. But yeah. um, And, of course, we, 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 we like a bit of VAR in this game as well, don't we? But I just think, with you know, when you get a new manager... Um, when you know the squad's not, you know, it's right at the start of the season, so that they has he got his message across yet? That's the big question. No, I don't think he has. You know, we've like Dan said, you know, we've played a few games here, um, and we've played, let's be honest with you, not you know, yes, we had the three little, you know, we had Burton and QPR and and, and Wickham, but then we had Villarreal. And we had Manchester City, so you know we've we've had some some tough tough games. So I, I'm, I'm I'm again totally biased here. Harry Lineker's quite right. Nothing wrong with being biased at all. I am going to go. I can't see beyond a Leicester a Leicester win, which probably means we're going to uh, we're going <laughs> we're going to lose. Scott says ten um, 0 Leicester. Yeah, that that would be nice. That would be the record, wouldn't it? You know, but. Um, Ant, good evening, Ant. He's been on a couple of times from Ant's Leicester fan channel. Great guy, great Leicester fan. Found him on a few times. Welcome along, Ant. Um, he said, I've come to the conclusions we are Tonkin Wolves back to Wolverhampton quite often. The Foxes will out, uh, outgun the Wolves, I think is what we're going to say. But Scott makes a very good point here. Um, if Villarreal beat Chelsea tonight, does that mean Leicester are the ultimate European champions? I think it does. I'm not going to lie, Scott. That is an excellent point. Um, come on, Villarreal. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, I can't see anything better than that. You know, good point, Scott. Good point. Right. <laughs> we will. Um, and it's my channel, and what I say goes. You know. <laughs> um, Watford Villa, Brad Villa. We saw they struggled without Grealish last season. You know, once he was injured, they, they struggled to to do anything. But they've got a hundred million in the pot that they've already spent a, a big chunk of. Very, I mean, that Danny Ing signing. Got to be totally honest with you. Well done, Villa. You know, it, it's that was done quietly, a bit like the Vesta guy. It just it's just come out of came out of nowhere. You know, uh, I think. For me, I'm gonna I'll go first on this one because I'm virtually coming out, it's coming out of my mouth anyway. I'm gonna go for Villa win. I can't see anything else, and I think Villa will have a really, really, really good season. Do you agree, Brad? It's not often I'll say this, mate, but yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> I don't know, maybe clipped, clipped. Maybe I, I almost <laughs> feel a little bit I almost feel a bit offended though, because it's almost like finding out your mates copied your homework because they're the only club that I, I could probably say are close to doing what Leicester's doing. They've sold a player for a lot of money that realistically I still believe he had didn't he have a bit of time on his contract? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, yeah. Two or three years left, yeah. Him. Yeah. <laughs> this is only done by some unique clause that he got drawn in on the new deal. Um, so they could have kept hold of them. They didn't need to sell necessary, but they decided, sod it. Why not? If Manchester City are serious and we can tell that this contract's going to get activated, they're going to jump at the chance. 
let's spend a bit of money. And I don't know, maybe I'll play a bit too much FIFA and football manager, but Leon Bailey is a hell of a player. That's a hell of a mm. buy. They've done really well this transfer window. And it, like I said, it's probably the closest thing to doing the same sort of transfer activity in the way that Leicester do it. They get ready-made replacements in, and this time they've, they've gone, well, why don't we get someone in who's already started pre-season as well, has had some form of fitness and training because it's not been a it's not been a player that's requested to leave or handed in a transfer request. They've gone out, got the man, and and they've been happy to sell. And so he's he's not going to take a couple of weeks to get up to fitness. They've got a great addition against again, Chris, like you, Danny Ings as well. Great addition. Bringing Ashley Young back to the club is is a very shrewd move, especially if you remember because Villa fans must have short memories remembering how he left the club. Um, wasn't 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 something they liked. I mean, I know Delph overshadowed that, but still. Um, and I'm agreeing with you, Chris. I can't look past the Villa when they're going to... No. I hate to say it, but I think that they're going to impress a lot of people this season. Yep, I, I totally agree. Yeah, I, I said the same. Is it a full house, Dan? It is, yeah. Um, as, as, as Brad said, and, and yourself, that what Villa have done, they've, they've spent astutely, they've done really well. I just love the f- and I also have to go for Villa. So it says CBD, which in oil form will be really good for your joints, Chris. <laughs> you have waited all night for that, haven't you, Dan? That's been, you've written that I've down been at two o'clock this morning without even knowing you were here. Let's <sighs> just say, my this is this is me getting secret messages to my dealer. <laughs> <laughs> Who's watching? You know. So, don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, Villa, uh, they, they, they've spent wisely, as as you mm. stated, that Leon Bailey signing is absolutely class. Um, you can argue as an as a as not being a fan of Villa that they shouldn't be there. They should be. In, they should have got relegated. We can all say it. Yeah. Uh, we could all see it, but mm. but they are there. Nothing's going to change about that. No jealousy, that was said with feeling, Dan. That was said with feeling. It it was, it was in a way, because at the end of the day, if that was to happen to say yourselves or to or to us, you know, I could understand other fans being peed off about it. And Mm. I think it's the fact that since then they've gone on and spent all this money, and you just think, how, where from, why? And as I say, maybe I'm just envious of other clubs having more money than we've ever ever seen. You know, the only time we've ever seen money like that is if the chairman's had to stay in his office on deadline day and he's watched the million pound drop, and that's it. <laughs> but I think, in fairness uh, to, to Villa, I mean, you know, that hundred million they got was for a player, um, yeah. and uh, you, I don't, I don't think you can necessarily, you know. It's not like, you know, they've just been given that. I mean, you know, Scott's made the point there. Yes, it was in his contract. We know that it was, you know, but... Yeah, and Villa know, offered him a better... Villa offered him better money in terms of wage yeah. packet than Man City did as well. Yeah. yeah I think it was, wasn't... So it to be the, fair, that um, does show you he's not going for the money a little bit in a way, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. it shows you that he's going for... He's going <laughs> for... He wants to be involved in trophies. He doesn't think that at Villa he's going to get that in, you know, a football career is only short. Yeah. So 
he he wants to win something, you know, to back to back it up. Don't get me wrong, yeah. he came out and even said at the end of the day, he's still a villa he's still a villa boy, he's still a villa fan. Yeah. You can't argue with it. Those idiots burning no. the shirts, I think, is just wrong. Yeah, we so, all get upset. Could be worse. Things. You could be Birmingham, couldn't you, and retire a number after a, a 17 year old player. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is that very, was just very unbelievable. true. You know, I mean, I, I got asked the other day, why why do you know Leicester still boo Mares? Um, but I'll be honest you, with you, you know, you, it's the way he left, you know, yeah. and that's. You know that that that's the thing. It, we you can know, we um, can reminate you with you on that because he's the he's the one that always gets an hat trick against us when we play City. So we like to boo him as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, he'll always be well remembered for what he did when we won the league and got etc cetera, etc. Cetera. But just the way he left left a bit of a sour sour taste in our mouths. Along if you're watching, Mister Chilwell, you want to learn some humility as well. Um, but. Uh, Next game, next game, lads. We all is that the first one we've actually all agreed on? No, it was the second one we've all agreed on, isn't it? You know, third. No, and I think I, I have third, is it? Oh, yes, third, indeed. My god, and this is something I never thought we'd see, right? Um, and I think we're going to make it four now. Norwich Liverpool, Brad, which uh, which side of the fence are you going to fall down on? I've really. Really, really want to say Norwich. I really, really want to say Norwich. Every part of me just wants to say Norwich are going to win this game, but they're just not. And it's going to be annoying. <laughs> Liverpool are going to win this game, mate. And that's it. That's just. Yeah. Right, well, <laughs> you say short, short, <laughs> short but sweet. And you thought you thought the camera was off then, didn't you, Brad? When you were doing your stretches, you thought the camera was off, but I have got some footage here of Brad stretching. <laughs> I need to turn this camera off properly. You do. I think Here's he's got a mix of both of our cameras because he's got your lower half and he's got my beard. <laughs> <laughs> he's got my, my boobs. Own. Some people say that's my own job. <laughs> Dan, which way are you going with this one? Um, same as same as Brad. You can't look any further than Liverpool winning this. Um, okay, Norwich have made some decent signings uh, in Sargent and Rashika and Billy Gilmore on loan. Uh, the best bit of business they did was giving us 8.75 million for Ben Gibson because it finally gets him away from us. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think Norwich are in for a bit of a no, no, no. Um, Norwich are in for a tough season, and Liverpool yeah. are going to start that off for them. Yeah, um, I'm going to make it a full house again. I can't, I can't see past Liverpool for this one. I'd like Norwich to sort of stay up a little bit, uh, but they're not, you know, that they've sold. Will Countwell still stay now or will he go? I think if Countwell goes, they might as well just pack the bags up and get ready for, for, for going down straight away. So it'll be interesting to see. May, may, maybe Delia needs to write another book. Get some money in, you know. <laughs> Let's see how Where are you? Yes, indeed. My God, I didn't know you could get that high. Where are you? <laughs> uh, 
Oh, that's a classic, isn't it? We know that's a classic. Um, now, uh, this is going to be uh, what we're going to do this one, Brad. Newcastle West Ham. It's a tough one. Um, our West Ham are probably well, well, West Ham fans are probably gutted they haven't yet or at all secured Jesse Lingard back to the club. Um, very bizarrely linked, linked with ourselves, hasn't it? Yeah, very bizarrely linked back with us. And we've already had that. We don't want that again, thanks. That was atrocious once. I don't want it again. Um, but you you know my opinions on Jesse Lingard's false second coming on his loan spell at West, uh, West Ham. Um, but you know what? This is this has got cabbage head all over it. You know what? Sod it. Newcastle. Newcastle will win it. Because everybody will expect West Ham to win because of what happened last season. So, yeah, I'm going to stick my neck on the line. Newcastle, cabbage head for the win. Can I just say, this is Brad going for a Newcastle win. Um... I'll just, I'll just say this. North Macedonia are going to win it. Get your bets on. You heard it here first. North Macedonia are going to wipe the floor of the tournament. Shock of the decade. Shock of the century. You name it. You thought 5,000 to 1 was good odds. Well, listen to it. Get your bets in. North Macedonia to not just get out of the group, but they're going to win it. North Macedonia, come on. What are you? Some kind of doomsday machine, boy. <laughs> yeah, Brad just knows that's going to haunt him forever. And, uh, <laughs> and Scott mentioned it as well, Brad, not just me. Scott mentioned it as well. Maybe you were the wrong person to come in. Um, Newcastle there, yep. Um, West Ham punching above the weight last season. Um, and they've got Europe to consider, concede with as well, Dan. Which, But it's Newcastle who, you know... Every Newcastle fan predicts the opposition to win every game. Yeah, it's it's a tough game to pick, as you say. You don't know what West what West Ham side's going to be played. You know, are they going to give you know the the Europa League a, a serious thought, or are they just going to sort of you know play the youngsters in the Europa League and hope hope they can qualify for that while focusing on the Premier League. We've seen it ourselves. We've been there, done that, and the fact of yeah. it can derail your season. Yeah. I'm not expecting West Ham to rip it up like they did last year. Um, it's a very tough game to predict. A very tough game to predict. So, as they say, if you're on a quiz show, if you're unsure, go straight down the middle. So, I'm going to go for a draw. Okay, let's just pop you in that little pocket there, Dan. And I've got to be honest with you, last season, yep, West Ham definitely were punching above the weight. I think when they beat us, I think the fourth or fifth game in, we were like, where the fuck's that come from? Because of the season that they, they normally have, West Ham. Um, they haven't got Lingard, and I don't think they would have ended up where they ended up if they, if they hadn't had him last season. Um, Newcastle... I feel sorry for Newcastle and I feel sorry for the fans because, you know, you've got the Arsenal fans who have come along here and I'm not, not having a dig at Arsenal fans, but it's kind of, 
you finished. It's the first year in twenty five years you've not had European football. You finished yeah. eighth. It's not the end of the world. It's one season. Grow up and accept it, and and know that you might take a few years to turn it around. Newcastle. I've had Mike Ashley for nineteen years, and I really do. If anybody's got anything to moan about, it's Newcastle fans. But. They stuffed, I think it was 4-2. I have wiped it from my memory, but I think it was 4-2. Scott will, will, will correct me if I'm wrong. At the end of last season, when every Newcastle fan I spoke to and show I went on was predicting 4-5-0 to Leicester. So they can be unpredictable. Um, apparently, Steve Bruce isn't isn't very popular, which you know you may, you may or may not know, but he's, he's not popular <laughs> with the with the Newcastle fans um, and their coach virtually runs the club apparently, but I'm going to say, and it does. Yeah. I, I can't see past the draw. I'm going to be honest with you because I think West Ham will underperform and I, and I can just see Newcastle. It might be a boring nil nil. Yeah. There's, there's definitely scope for it. There's definitely yeah. scope for it. As you say, yeah. um, Newcastle have had a lot of, a lot of drama, a lot of upset. Yeah. You know, that, I, I couldn't agree more with what you said. Arsenal fans, yeah. stop having a bitch and a moan. There's yeah. other teams out yeah. there other than yourselves. If you were whinging that much, then you'd have kept hold of Wenger, wouldn't you? And just whatever. Yes. I always say, be careful what you wish for. Because um, <laughs> Scott has just said exactly the same. Literally popped up as you were saying it there. To Arsenal, <laughs> want Arsenal Wenger, but yeah. I can remember... Um, a Blackburn Rovers team, and sorry to mention this, but you'll probably remember this as well. I was working for them, I think, around that time. But mm. Blackburn Rovers, who had, uh, who were, they'd, they'd got the money in from um, um, Walker, the, the, the steel yeah. guy. Uh, he then went and sold it to some Indian chicken farmers. They'd got, I think it was Sam Allardyce was the manager, and they sacked Sam Allardyce because the the you know the fans weren't behind him, and they put. Was it somebody, Steve Keane or somebody who was the... the there was Steve Keane, Henningberg. Yeah. yeah. Um, they, put, they went through a bit of a rut of just trying to sign yeah. ex-players that, were, that yeah. had gone into management it was, it was, and it didn't work. Yeah, yeah. But Steve Keane took over, got them relegated and they went... Um, to um, sorry, I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm I can't multitask. Yeah, no, they, they got relegated. They were down in the championship. Okay. They, yeah. you know, it and were League One. You know, so yeah. I always say, be careful what you wish for. Definitely. I mean, to, I was looking at an interview recently for with Blackburn as well, where Tony Mowbray's come out and said that he sympathises with the board. You know, that during COVID and everything else, that mm. that's why the club's not been able to do much business. Obviously, they've sold Adam Armstrong on now to Southampton. Is yeah. he going to tear it up in the Premier League? I'm not entirely sure. Um, but yeah, I think Blackburn. If we're, if we're talking about Championship teams, they're one. They're ones for me. Taking the sentiment away as a Burnley fan, I still think that they're going to be one of the sides that get relegated this year. Mm. It wouldn't surprise me, you know. You, you, and to think how long ago was it they were buying the, the, the Premier League title. But there we go. There we go. So Brad's had to go, unfortunately, guys. So it's just me and Dan for this one. Um, we have got the team that, you know, turned up for a two-horse race and came third <coughs> against the team that can't win a uh, a major final and, is, and, and they aren't English Super Cup champions. 
So which way do you see? I'm gonna by the end of the season, I will get this recognised as the English Super Cup, not the Community Shield. Uh, if it was Spain, it would be the Super Cup. Which way do you see this going, Dan? It, it's this is a game for me that is not even going to be classed as Tottenham versus Manchester City. This is going to be all about Harry Kane. That's mm. all this game's going to be about. Yeah. Is Kane going to start for Spurs? He's going to be all the murmuring around the stadium prior to kick-off. If he plays well against City, does that mean that he's committed to Spurs? Does yeah. it, you know, all these silly questions, it's going to be, it, it's just going to be the cameras all focused on Harry Kane. The game yeah. element of this match is, is completely gone. Um, and even when you say that, you, you, you seem to think that you could, you know, who wins this game? Um, I think, obviously, on the basis of it, you've got to look at Manchester City. Mm, I think, yeah. you know, it's you know, Man City, we all want to hit the ground running, especially knowing Man United are playing Leeds and Man United have strengthened. They won't want Man United, you know, starting mm. strongly and, and they're not. So, and especially when it's against Spurs, you know, it's a must. It's a must-win game, no matter how early it is. But yeah, this game is going to be so much centered around the one player, and it's it's disappointing. Um, but yeah, enough said about Harry Kane. It's just it's Man City for me. I've got. I'm totally see where you're coming from, and the problem is because of that, I don't think Harry Kane will have a good game. No, you know? I don't. I, I don't think he's unprofessional, and that he will go out and play a bad game but when you're going to be under the intense pressure that he is or will be to, on, on on that game which is on Sunday um I, I feel I feel sorry for the guy to be honest with you and I think this is why Daniel Levy you know knowing that um this was the first game up won't sell Harry Kane yet. I think the Harry Kane deal is going to go through, but I think it will go through after this game. And oh, massively! You know, this Harry, this Harry Kane deal is definitely yeah. one of those where it's it's drags drags its arse all the way till deadline day. Yes, but not but not as not as much as um, the Jordan Sancho transfer. I was so glad when that went through. I tell you, oh yeah, so the amount of years that's been going on, Christ. Oh, God. You know, on behalf of every fan everywhere else, thank you for finally signing in Man United. And I'm glad that the Messi deal went through. Yeah, I'm glad the Messi one went through pretty quick as well, because that would have just been spoken about for too long as well. So it will. With Messi, and I'm just going to sidetrack for a brief minute. It was 12 months ago when he wanted to leave Barcelona and he was going on strike because he wanted to leave. And now he's in tears. You know, which which is would the real Messi please stand up? To be honest with you, apparently Chelsea are winning one nil. Uh, oh. All joke, all joking apart. Well done, Chelsea. You're an English team. I've got, you know, I, I want. Yeah, I want of Chelsea. course. Yeah, I want Chelsea to win. I joke. You know, got for Ankit's sake. For Ankit's sake. <laughs> yes, if there's nobody else for Ankit, he's probably spraying the beer around the room as we speak. I hope it's <laughs> Hope it's beer anyway. Scott <laughs> says um, Spurs to win uh, a Son hat trick. Unfortunately, Ooh. Scott, you're going to be on your own there because I'm going for Man City as well. Uh, oh no, actually, 
Now, I'll tell you what, I'm not going to go for Man City. No, I'm going to go for the draw. Oh. I, I know, all misses. Because I think um, that there is so much pressure on the game because of what you've said, you know. Um, and I just think it'll be one of those that does, you know, you think you think Kane's going to go out, let's say, get a hat-trick because Man City are after him and all that. And I just think it will disappoint. It's going on one of those games that we said earlier, that you build it up and build it up and build it up. And it is, just, you know, you're disappointed. Um, so I'm going to go for the draw, young man. Um, so you know, nobody thinks there's going to be many away wins in the top half. So Arsenal, Leeds, Brighton and Palace are all going to lose uh, away from home. We couldn't really separate Everton and Southampton between the three of us. Uh, Wolves, I mean, why, why are you bother even getting on the coach, Wolves? You know what I mean? Just, <laughs> Just stay at Molyneux, honestly. If we lose, I am not. I am, I am coming <laughs> off social media for a week. <laughs> I really am. Um, Watford is the same. I mean, Watford, Watford and Norwich might as well just pack up and, and ask for the uh, parachute payments now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Newcastle, we, well, we've agreed we've gone for the draw. Um, Newcastle win there. Uh, Tottenham. Man City, bit of a difference there, uh, but neither of us can really see a, a, a Tottenham win at all. Dancer, it has been a pleasure having you on. It's been a pleasure being on, Chris. So thank yeah. you for having me. Yes. I might, and I, I, and I, I enjoyed having it, having you. I mean, sorry, um, <laughs> <laughs> I might be squeezing. Um, although you don't want to know that, but I might be squeezing a little. Uh, prediction league in, yeah, exactly. Yes, uh, I'm just thinking now. What's that? What's that film with the hair and the? I don't know. Let's not. Oh, I know what you yes. mean with the. Uh, yes. yeah, the yeah, gel. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I'm thinking when Harry met Sally, but that was that's that the one. The one. No, no, and Harry met Sally was the fake orgasm at the at the. At the, at the oh yeah, it was. Yes. It was. Yes. yes. It was. Um, oh, oh, and oh, I do, my... and I do know that song. By the way, you know, my uh, my old man's a dust man. I do know that song. Very northern song, isn't it? That it is. It, it is. It's up, there we, um, it's up there. We. It's up there. We. What's it got? George Formby. Yes, it is. George, yeah. So who's the um, who's the woman from Rochdale? Um, Gracie Fields. Yes. Yes. So, um, I just want to start doing that now, my old man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to stop having you on. <laughs> I tell you what, I tell you what, I want to do, and you you would be perfect for this. Have you seen the Ian Wright and Alan Shearer things on TikTok? I don't know if you get TikTok at all. Yes. Yeah, it's the Dream Team Challenge where they tell jokes to each other. Oh, I'd love that. Yeah, I would love that. But we'd have to. I'd love it. I tell you what, if I'd they get their loss, I'd love there. it. <laughs> but what I was thinking was that we could get somebody to come on as like an intermediary, tell a joke, and see if either of us was laugh. I think. Uh, I think that would be a good fun. It would. It would, and it'd break it up as well because you know yeah. it, it. You're also engaging with your audience a bit more, right? You so, yes. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. They can well, also might... have a laugh along with you as well. 
this is it. This is it. everybody laughs at me, so they might as well laugh along with me. And I might be actually doing a prediction league, and that is actually putting teams first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, which I haven't done yet. So if you're up for that, maybe before before we kick off, uh, but I'll talk to you talk to you sometime about that. But yeah, uh, I have got a joke for you. I do have a joke for you on the spot. Burnley. <laughs> <laughs> There, you win. I'm laughing. You win. <laughs> no, uh, a frog got its... Um... God, word's gone now. That's joke ruined, isn't it? Jesus Christ. Um... <laughs> this is funnier than the joke. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, I'll God. You, I'll give you two points for that. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't it... the frog going to the library. No, no, he'd got his um, he'd got his results back to see where he uh, where he originated from, and uh, it turns out that he was half Scandinavian, uh, a little bit Swiss, and a tadpole. I have to, <laughs> I have to. <laughs> I'm laughing, but I have to add. Subtitles for anybody who is sort of not from the north. A tad is a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, I'm kicking you out, mate. Thanks yeah, so much. Yeah, I don't for blame on. you. <laughs> You're here all week, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much. Take care. Bud. No problem. So and long, folks. And we'll, we'll... <laughs> yes, exactly. You should be on the stage, the first one out of Burnley. You know. <laughs> We'll, we'll do we'll do that joke one we'll, we'll certainly get that sorted definitely Chris thanks for having me on mate thank hey, you thanks for coming on at the last minute cheers buddy take no care no problem at all take care all speak best. to you soon bye bye so thanks to Dan for joining us that is the prediction so just to quickly run down them again um, we have got in uh, no particular order um, there we go. You can see me in 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 big, beautiful, full colour. There, we've got a Brentford win. Uh, I've gone for a draw. Uh, Leeds ain't gonna get anything at Man United. Um, Brighton might as well not turn up against Burnley. And same with Palace against Chelsea. That's just going to be a, a, a whitewashing thing, unfortunately. Um, we couldn't we couldn't split Everton and Southampton. But we all think Leicester are going to beat Wolves. Come on, Leicester. Um, and Watford and Norwich, again, ain't going to get anything from those two games against Villa and Liverpool, respectively. Um, Brad, surprisingly, in his Macedonia hat on, went for a Newcastle win over West Ham. Uh, me and Dan went for draws. And Tottenham, well, you might as well uh, you might as well sell Harry Kane now because you're going to get nothing apart from, I think, possibly one point at Man City. But that that's it for you. So... That's what we've gone for. We were going to discuss um, uh, fantasy leagues, which I will just briefly mention to you uh, straight after this. The Premier League is back and we've got it all covered here on Leicester Till I Die TV. Subscribe. If you go on to... Uh, the Leicester Till I Die website, simple www.leicestertillidie.com. Uh, I do a thing every uh, every game, Leicester Premier League game, 
uh, with ex-players. And I'm really pleased to say that we've got a couple of new ex-players joining us. So there's myself, and we all predict the scores. I've got Ian Marshall, Steve Walsh, Steve Linux, uh, uh, Ian Wilson, and Jerry Taggart. And they all try and predict the score. That is being sponsored by Ian Marshall's The Long Ball. And what we're going to do is set up a little mini league on the longboard, a Leicester Till the Die mini league. It's free. There's no cost to join at all. It's a bit of fun. Brad's going to be running it. I was hoping he was going to have a mention here, but he's had to go, unfortunately. So we will be bringing you a separate quick show on that. Um, hopefully you want to join, you want to play along. It will be a bit of fun. Thanks a lot for tonight to Brad before he had to go and also to Dan for joining us as well. Uh, that's the predictions. Will we get any right? I probably won't. I can't predict for Toffee. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. We will be back. We will be back. I'll be back. We will be back on Friday at 7 o'clock with me and the Quizmaster himself, Craig. And we will be... Um, bringing you the Leicester Wolves preview show. A little bit different to how it was last year, but or last season, uh, but it's still a good show. 7 o'clock Friday. Don't touch that dial. It is the, uh, the preview show. And if you want to catch up with us, then you can obviously do it on YouTube. Please, please, we only need something like 87 more subs and we're at the 1,000 and that would financially help me. I put a lot of money into this, which I enjoy doing and I have done, but getting a little bit back from being uh, monetized by YouTube would help. Please go over and give me a sub. Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube. And I literally say, we need something like 97. We are so close, we can taste it. Please, please, please give us a sub. But if you want to listen to us rather than watch us, Amazon Music, um, Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts. Uh, if you just put the Lester Till I Die podcast in Google, we come up on the first page. Podcast Addict and Anchor to name but six. Guys, it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. Take care, and I'll see you on Friday at 7 o'clock. Stay safe. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Be sure to watch Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Suggestions or feedback, head over right now to Twitter and Facebook and like, share, and get involved. Join us next time.
Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.